Welcome to the How to Grow Your Show and Make Money Podcasting Masterclass. I am so excited. And today you're going to discover the three blind spots that keep podcasters stuck, why you're not getting as many downloads as you hoped for, and why you're not making money from your show just yet, because hopefully you're going to have a lot of aha moments, what you're doing instead, so that you do have a highly converting show in my step-by-step framework on how to turn your audience into raving fans and turn those fans into moolah, into money in the bank. Okay, so for those of you who don't know who I am, very briefly, hello, I am Juliana. I am a top half percent podcaster that's worldwide, which is wild for me to say. I own a very, very successful podcast marketing and production agency, and I could go into all the sets, but more than 88% actually of our clients I'm the top 5% of all podcasters worldwide. So I'm not just here like pretending like I know what I'm talking about. Like podcast marketing is what I do for a living. And I have a lot of knowledge to share because I'm a data geek. Like if anybody knows how to reverse engineer anything, the person is your girl right here. My clients include authors, so that speakers, thought leaders, but also I work with people who are like starting their businesses or people who are just wanting to go to the next level. So I have clients like everywhere in the spectrum. Fun fact, I launched my show to an audience of literally zero. I didn't have a social media following. I did not have an email list. I had nothing. And I grew organically. And today my show is my main lead generator. And honestly, like, I'm not going to be humble here, but you know, all glory to God, but I really am an expert in leveraging podcasting as a tool for marketing, right? So if you're ready to turn your podcast into an asset and turn it into a funnel, like I am your girl. And I'm also a Jesus girl. I just became Christian a little bit over a year ago, and it has been like the most beautiful wild ride ever. I am a crunchy mom and everybody's like, what is crunchy? Crunchy is like a hippie, you know, natural, the, the type of person that cleans their home with vinegar. Like that's me. Mom of soon to be three kids. And another fun fact, I actually met my husband while backpacking through Europe. So yes, my husband is Italian and I met him in Rome and we've been together for nine years, but honestly, it feels like a hundred. It has been a wild ride. And one thing that I didn't mention here is that we move a lot because we are homeschooling our kids and uh, we do have an online business. We have lived in Portugal and Italy, of course. We have lived in the United States. We have lived all over Florida, like up and down the East Coast. And currently we are in Central America. So we are quite the adventurous family. I really want to settle down, but here we are, you know? Okay, so today you're here because you want to make an impact and have a profitable podcast. You don't want to sacrifice your time or become a slave to social media. You want a simple step-by-step plan to grow your podcast and make money from your show. And you know that your content can change lives. And you're ready to make meaningful change in your podcasting journey. So I am so excited you're here. And thank you again for spending your morning with me. I really appreciate it. Now, a little bit of housekeeping, you guys. Let's let go of what's not serving you right now. Because today you might hear some concepts for the very first time. And they might overwhelm you. You may have already heard some of the concepts that I'm going to share, and you're going to feel like, oh my gosh, I already tried this, it didn't work, or you're, you're like, you just know that you have tried everything, like nothing works for you. And those are not serving you, we're not here for that, so we're letting go of that, okay? So like, just let it go and just come with curiosity, whether you're overwhelmed or whether you're convinced you know everything and nothing works for you, just let go of it and really like just being curious about things and like almost having that toddler mindset that like you're unstoppable and you can do anything like this is the kind of energy that you need to bring to this masterclass. And then next, please let me know your goals. So if you can type in the chat where your goals are and what are you hoping to get from this masterclass, even if there's something that I haven't covered, like just whatever, just make sure that you drop it in the chat and be specific. Like, I want to get more downloads. I want to make more money. But be specific. Like, how many more downloads? How much more money do you want to make? Do you want to launch a podcast? Like, what is it? Let me know. Because, again, if anybody can help you do this, it's right here. Believe it or not, you guys, like, 
I'm not a talker, even though I'm a podcaster, I'm not a talker. I love silence. I love just observing people. I am like a stalker in a sense. Like I'm not like literally stalking people, but I'm like one of those people that I love to sit and observe. Like when I'm old, I think my pastime would be like just going to the airport and observing people and like making up stories in my head because I just love to watch people. But talking, even though I'm a podcaster, is really not my thing. So, okay, we're going to talk about blind spots. Now, there are many blind spots that we have. And why we're, we're talking blind spots is because sometimes we think we're doing the thing and we're just trucking along and we don't see our blind spots, right? Like we all have blind spots and it just is what it is. And it's okay, you guys. So I'm going to shine a light on your blind spots. This is not a comprehensive list, but this will be kind of like, oh, okay, I get it now. And these are like the top three that I see amongst all podcasters. The three blind spots that keep podcasters stuck and why it keeps them stuck. So let's chat about that. So first, we're going to start with the negative and then we're going to move into the positive and what to do instead. So it's not all doom and gloom. Like you guys are going to walk away with a plan, okay? So blind spot number one is focusing on social media to grow your show. Not even just your show, but like your business in general, because that's what you've heard. Most people have done it like that. You know, you might not like necessarily listen to Gary V. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with Gary Vaynerchuk. I love him, honestly. Like he's a very passionate guy. But as much as you don't want to like hustle and do the thing and like be on social media, like you're attracted to social media and you're like, it works. And if it works for them, it's going to work for me. And honestly, this is a pet peeve of mine. Whenever I'm in like Facebook groups and people are asking like, how do I get more downloads? How do I grow my show? The first thing that people are saying is, oh, you got to be on TikTok. You got to do reels and you got to do this and you got to do that. And I'm like, oh my gosh, no, let's not do that. Okay. So you're focusing on social media, which might seem like a good idea, but is it really helping? Now, what if one day you cannot access your social media account because it has been hacked or Instagram flagged you for something that you said they don't even know what it is, okay? And do people actually stop scrolling to go listen to your podcast episode? That's another thing too. And by the way, I used to be on Instagram. And first of all, it took me years to get to 600 followers. And right around the time that I became Christian, which was November 2022, I really needed to step off and be away from social and I closed my account. I didn't like deactivate it. I deleted it so that one day when I wanted to go back, I could. And I tried to reactivate my account late December, I think. And account was gone. Instagram deactivated my account for suspicious activity. And I'm like, I've been gone. Like I haven't logged in and my account was just gone. And this just goes to show you that anybody can get banned for any reason at any time. And if you're putting all your eggs in the social media basket, it is a very risky place to be. So now I decided that I wanted to get back on social and I have a whopping 50 followers. But just to say, guys, do not rely on social media. And, and if this has not happened to you, I know you will have met somebody that this has happened to them. Like this is a reality. Okay. Like this is a very true reality for all of us. So if you continue making this mistake, you're going to feel overwhelmed. You're going to get tired. Let's face it, I was talking to a friend the other day. We were talking about TikToks and things like that. And it can honestly take you a good hour for you to make a TikTok, right? Like, because as much as people want to tell you like, oh, it takes minutes to do it. If you want to be strategic and you're thinking about a script and you're thinking about your outfit and you think about the lighting and you're thinking about what you're going to say and the hashtags and this and that and the other, it's taking you at least an hour. And if you're editing and you're adding like whatever things, it might seem like, oh my gosh, yeah, it's short form content, it's easy to create, but like, is it? And if you're doing the strategy that you're posting three times a day, that's like three hours at a minimum that you're using on like TikTok and Instagram and things like that, you know? So you have to be mindful about those things because you are going to get overwhelmed. So imagine you're trying to grow your podcast, but now you're also trying to create reels and all the things. Like, it's a lot, okay? You're going to be running in place because you're posting on this content, right? But your podcast is stuck in the same place because you don't grow your podcast on social media. You grow your podcast inside of the podcast. And we'll talk about that later. And you're at the mercy of social media rules, right? Like algorithms change every five minutes and it just is what it is, right? Which is why I love podcasting because the podcasting algorithm is pretty solid. 
there's nothing strange about it. Like it's just a very solid algorithm and there's not a whole lot of bells and whistles. So when you stop making this mistake because you have clarity on your blind spot, then you have a business that literally grows while you sleep. And I know this sounds so cliche, but it's the truth because here's the thing. When you create evergreen content, which is a type of content that you create inside of your podcast, then anybody can find you at any time and you're always available. So I don't have to log into Instagram. I don't have to log into Facebook. I don't have to log into TikTok because your podcast is available on all the platforms. Assuming that you submitted your podcast to all the platforms, which you should, it's available on demand. Like anybody can listen to it at any time. Okay. So you need to let go of the things that are not working, embrace the things that do work in in like podcasting is that. Your content does not become irrelevant because let's face it, not only do you spend like, let's say an hour creating your reels from start to finish, like really when you think about a step-by-step, it's taking one hour. But then like how many reels or TikToks later is that still working for you? And I know things can go viral and I know things can pick up weeks after they have gone viral, but it doesn't last you a long time. And while everybody wants to go viral and everybody, you know, has that dream, virality is not really something that I would hope is a goal for you. And here's why. Because people are seeing like that snippet, literally that 30, 60 second snippet of you. And you have gone viral off of that. And people are making assumptions about you. Like if you said this, if X, then Y, right? So Going viral doesn't, like, it's not a dream, you guys. I'm here for organic growth, like building an audience, like building your community over going viral. Because another thing that happens when you go viral is that you end up attracting people that are not even your people. Then the algorithm starts pushing your content to them. And your people who are actually your people, the algorithm doesn't show it to them. So going viral is a slippery slope that you need to think about if that's your dream. And then also, if you want to leave social media, you can. If you want to outsource your social media to somebody else, like you can. Like there's so many things that you can do once you stop focusing on social media to be the main thing that you do to grow your business, okay? The second blind spot is that you're getting distracted. So you don't have a clear strategy that works for you. And this is huge because in this online space, everybody has their strategy and the shiny object syndrome and things like that. But what works for you. And we have to figure that out. What is the strategy that is actually going to bring you return on investment? Another thing is that you're focusing on the minutia and the things that are not moving the needle forward in your business. So like, for those of you who haven't launched, you're focusing on the microphone, you're focusing on like, where do I host my podcast? What is the best XYZ, whatever. For those of you who have launched your podcast, you're like, hmm, what is so-and-so doing because I'm going to do that? Or you're wondering, you know, just like the little things that really don't do anything for your show. Those are the things that people tend to focus on and obsess over that really don't move the needle forward. And finally, you're listening to too many strategies. Ask me how I know. Here's the thing. When you listen to too many people, right? Like, let's say you're listening to my podcast and then like you're listening to five other people on podcasting, like five other podcasting coaches, you're going to find that there might be a common thread or there might not be a common thread. And you're trying to do everything that everybody's telling you to do. And if you're mixing in like, oh, this person talks about social media, this person talks about podcasting, this person talks about whatever, LinkedIn or email marketing, and you're trying to do everything that everybody's telling you to do, then guess what? You're going to get super overwhelmed Because you're basically taking the recipe for like an Indian dish and a recipe for an Italian dish and a recipe for like a Brazilian dish. And you're like, oh, I'm going to make something amazing out of just three dishes. And you put it together and it's disgusting and it doesn't work. It's the same thing. When you start to listen to too many strategies, you're just going to get distracted and confused and it's not going to help you. So if you continue to make this mistake, then you're going to continue to have very little downloads, minimum listenership. People are just not going to engage with you. You don't have a community. You don't have a fan base, right? Remember, going viral, can you help? Yes, you can. But also, like, is it helping though? Like, are you really building a community? And, you know, you're making very little, if any, income at all from your podcast. But when you stop making this mistake, when you have a solution to your problems, 
then your fans, they become your biggest marketers for your show. So not only is your show growing organically, which is how a podcast should grow because a podcast is a search engine which we'll talk about later. So organic growth is very important inside of a podcast app. But the people listening to your podcast are like, oh my gosh, you need to listen to this episode, you know? So your listeners become your marketers, you know? You create a show about a specific topic that attracts the perfect people to it, you know? So you don't have to throw spaghetti at the wall because I know the feeling of creating podcast episodes and thinking, okay, this is what I want to talk about, but nobody's listening. So let me shift gears. And I listened to this other episode about this lady who's in a similar niche and she talked about this thing and it's working for her, so I'm going to do it. And it's not even aligned with what you want to say per se, but you're like so desperate. Like, let's call it for what it is. Like you just want the success and you're like, okay, I'm just going to shift a little bit, right? So when you have clarity, right? And you, you know, like what the blind spots are, you can stick to your topic and just know that it's landing with the right people. And of course, you become the go-to expert in your space. Okay, blind spot number three is not SEO optimizing your show. So I have three people on this camp when it comes to SEO. So I'm going to cover all three of them. So what does it mean to SEO optimize your show? So one, you're not doing keyword research or you're not optimizing your episode titles and description for discoverability. So remember what I said earlier, the podcast app is a search engine. So people will literally go to the podcast app and type how to do X, Y, Z, you know, should I X, Y, Z, should I do this or should I do that? Like people will go and use, and sometimes they'll just put in like a keyword, right? So like they might search Bible devotionals or dating devotionals, devotionals for women or whatever. The point is people are using the search option in the podcast app. So you have to be mindful of that, you know, how people are using the, the podcast app. Now, before I go into, into these mistakes, there are three kinds of people, right? The people who don't know what SEO is and they're like, what? What is that? So for those of you who don't know what that is, SEO are literally things that your person is typing onto Google or into like any search engine whether they have, when they're looking for a solution to their problem. So it's you using their verbiage in your titles, in your show notes and things like that. It's a little deeper than that because you do have to make sure that the keywords that you're finding are actually being searched. Sometimes we have an idea for what they're searching and we think we have like the best idea and the best keyword. And then we actually go do keyword research and it's like, oh, like nobody's searching for that, which is very surprising. So that's kind of the keywords in a nutshell. You know, it's basically if you were to send a letter to a friend who lives across the country from you, you want to make sure that you're putting her exact address because if you mess up her address, if you put in an old address, it's never going to get to her. That's basically what SEO is. It's you putting the right address in your podcast episode, okay? And then I have the people who are like, I am SEO optimizing, but I am not seeing results. And then for those of you who are saying that to me, Trust me, you're not SEO optimizing because when you SEO optimize, you can see results, especially in the podcast app, you can see results right away. So if we're talking website, if we're talking blog, things take a little while to pick up, but inside of the podcast app, it's really fast. If you have been podcasting for like, say, three months or more, and if you haven't been podcasting that long, like it's, there's a way for you to see what's working, what's not working, you know? So if you think, if you wholeheartedly believe you're SEO optimizing and you're doing keyword research and you're like putting those keywords in your titles, you're targeting the wrong keywords, okay? And there is an art and a science to, to SEO and people get really overwhelmed in general when we're, we talk about SEO. I'm not talking about the geek stuff. I'm not talking about, you know, H1 tags and like headlines and things like that. I'm talking about podcast SEO, which is very different and very simple. Like out of all different types of SEO and like keywords and things like that in this SEO space, the podcast is like the easiest one to crack. Okay. So if you keep making this mistake, it's a wasted effort, my love, because you're putting all this time and effort into your podcast episode. And I know that your podcast episode is full of actionable information. It's really good information, but if you're not putting the right titles, like titles are super important in the podcast world then you have wasted, let's say like 45 minutes to an hour creating this podcast episode, right? Like editing it, writing show notes and things like that. You're uploading it. You're creating the assets for your show, but then like, oh, it falls flat because somebody's listening to it. 
if you're not using the correct keywords, then your episodes are just not going to come up in search, right? Remember, the podcast app is a search engine, so people will just never find it, and you won't capitalize on the power of podcasting. And another thing is that you're going to see that you're going to be stuck with the same download numbers again and again and again, because you can have your group of people who know who you are, who are your fans already, and you have that small community, but your podcast never really grows outside of the small community. And sure, they, they will share your podcast and things like that, but it's like a very slow growth because like the podcast app doesn't even know what your, your podcast is about. Like this happens very often, like not even the podcast app, not even Apple knows which category to put you in. And I'm not talking about like entrepreneurship or parenting or anything like that. I'm talking about there's more to the algorithm that meets the eye. And if Apple doesn't know which bucket to put you in, they won't know how to push you forward because, you know, it, it's a mystery to them, you know? So when you are strategic about SEO, then you really capture that organic search traffic, right? People will find your podcast because they're typing the keyword and your podcast is coming up first. And here's the thing. Here's the, the biggest takeaway is that people think they're SEO optimizing, right? For the people who think they're SEO optimizing and they're not, they're not coming up in search, right? And then for the people who are too overwhelmed to SEO optimize, they're like, whatever, like we'll let fake decide, right? So most people understand the benefits of SEO, but most people don't know how to capitalize on it, which is a huge missed opportunity, which means for you that you can actually... Like there's a huge window of opportunity here once you also optimize your podcast properly. I mean, of course, you know, with the right keywords that people are typing, then you can go ahead and really capitalize on those pre-qualified leads because they have a problem and you have a solution. They're coming to you and things are happening fast. Like we're not sitting here wondering, like, is this a person for me? And like people, they find one show, they listen, it's good. And they're like, okay, let me listen to another. And they're like, okay, this is really good. And like, they do it again for the third time and then they're hooked and then they'll go back and listen to like episode one because that's how hooked they are. You know, this is the power of SEO optimization. Of course, your show grows effortlessly and organically. This is how I grew my show. I'm not against ads or anything like that, but I didn't use ads to grow my show. Obviously, I was not on social media. Even when I did have social media, I never leveraged it to grow my show. And it just grew organically, you know? And our podcast becomes a very powerful marketing funnel. My podcast is one of the main ways that I get leads to my business. You know, like everything is happening inside of the podcast. Okay. At this point, you're like, mm-hmm. I know the blank parts are, but like, what do I do instead? So let's chat about that. So here is my podcast success blueprint. And honestly, it's a simple three-step method. Not only I have used on my own show to grow my own show, but also with my clients, right? So like the stuff I'm sharing here, it's like we have data to back it up. You know what I'm saying? So Heather is asking, what can someone expect to make in the first six months? You mean like money-wise? How much money can somebody can expect? So you know, this can vary from person to person. Like if you're a new business and you're starting your podcast from scratch, or do you have clarity on your offer? Like that's one thing. Another thing too is if you already have a business and you already know what works, like it's going to depend on that. Do you have an audience versus you already don't have a pre-existing audience? So I can share me as an example. So I launched my podcast, it was May of 2020. I did not have an audience. I didn't really have a business. Like my business started with my podcast and I didn't start pitching in my show until August of 2020. And in the same month, like literally like the week after I started pitching my services, I started getting coaching clients, you know? And I don't know, that was just me like, oh, let's do this thing and let's try it out. And it worked. So one thing that I'll say is like, start monetizing your podcast from the get-go. Like the sooner you start putting your offer out there, the sooner you can start making money from your show. But it really depends like on a case by case, like if you're just starting. So let's say, yeah, on average, like it's really different. Like honestly, like I have clients who are literally making millions of dollars, you know, like I have those types of clients and have clients who are just starting. So it's really hard for me to give you a ballpark figure, you know, but if you're following the steps, right? Like you're optimizing, you're showing up, you're being consistent, you're doing the things. 
and you're out promoting your offer, which is something that I want to talk to you guys later on about, like, I'm not making this mistake and we're going to talk about that soon, then the sooner you'll see that you can start monetizing your podcast. And again, even if you feel like you're doing all these things and you're, you know, doing step-by-step and you're not seeing results, something's missing. Like there is a step that was skipped. There was something that happened. Like I promise you, and I have eagle eyes. I can see those things. I can spot them. So let me show you the framework that I have used not only on my show, right? So it's not like a one-time hit. I I actually do this with my client as well. So let's talk about it. So we were talking about foundation, optimization, and monetization, okay? This is really simple and let's talk about it. So the foundation, what does this mean? So of course, we're talking about SEO is the bread and butter. Like if you have never been in my world, then you don't know this, but like, I love SEO. I have been immersed in the world of SEO since 2018, which it's like dinosaur years in the online space. And I really have a really good understanding of SEO. And again, if SEO freaks you out, podcasting SEO is very different than like website SEO. It's not going to take one year for you to start ranking inside of the podcast app, okay? It's understanding the right support system that actually grows your show. So instead of you trying to do all the things to grow your show and you have, I don't know, you're pitting together all the strategies because you're trying to have the ultimate shortcut to growth, like you have the right foundation that allows you to show up and record your podcast episode. We're talking a 10 minute, 15 minute, 20 minute episode once a week. Like that's honestly all you need. You don't need more. Have tested this again and again. My podcast now is a guinea pig for my clients and things like that. I've tested it all and one episode a week, you don't need more than that. And focusing on win-win partnerships to grow your show. So instead of you trying to do all the things and try to be everywhere and whatever, trying the latest, the shiniest, the brightest, you can actually focus on the things that are actually going to grow inside of the podcast app. So this is like the foundational piece right? So we have to have this set first because no matter how amazing your offer is, no matter how amazing the content of our podcast episode is, if we don't have the foundation in place, then nobody's going to find us. Remember, the podcast app is a search engine, so we have to treat it as such. So why it's important? Because having the right step-by-step foundation is the key to having a podcast that grows organically. Again, this is how I grew my, my podcast organically, and this is how I was able to monetize my show quickly. By the way, when I started getting clients from my show, I had like a thousand downloads, which is not a lot. Okay. So it's totally possible. It's totally doable. It's not rocket science, you guys, I promise you. Okay. When you start doing this, of course, your podcast becomes more discoverable by your potential listeners. You tap into a wider audience. I'm not going to go too deep into this because I don't want to overwhelm you with all the information, but Apple starts to push your podcast out to more people. Okay. So once you have this foundation in place, Apple is like, oh, this is what so-and-so talks about. So let's put her in this category. And for the people who listen to other podcasts in this category, we're going to say, hey, if you like this podcast, you're going to like so-and-so's podcast too. You know, so Apple is doing a lot of work for you. So we get to leverage, like it's literally the best marketing that you can get is when Apple is pushing you out because it's Apple pushing you out. Like, Hello, like, let's double down on that. You actually make money from your show. And of course, your podcast becomes a powerful marketing funnel. Okay, so this is all inside of the foundational piece, taking time to actually have the right foundation for your podcast. Now, most people won't do it because they're overwhelmed by SEO or they think they're SEO optimizing, but they're not. They're focusing on all the things to grow their show. They're putting a strategy together from this person, this person. Remember the recipe that I was saying? They're taking Indian, Italian, and a Brazilian recipe, dish recipe, and like they're putting together. It's like disgusting. It doesn't work, you know? So you have to have the right foundation in place in order for you to see the growth in your podcast. The next thing in the optimized phase is that... We are going for data-driven growth, okay? So instead of recording episodes out of feelings, out of emotions, like, do I feel like recording today? Like, no. If the podcast is going to be a very powerful marketing funnel, we have to treat it like a very powerful marketing funnel, okay? So 
we cannot just go off of our feelings, okay, because we're very unstable, okay? We can wake up happy and then five minutes later, we're unhappy because we dropped our coffee, okay? And like the ruins our day. Or, you know, we had a dream that our husband cheated on us and now we're angry, even though the husband is like an angel, right? Like it happens. I'm pregnant, so it has happened to me, you know, like I'm in the stage where I have like wild dreams and I'm like, I wake up so angry with my husband. He's like, I didn't do anything. I'm like, I've been here with you like for the past nine years. Like we have never left each other's side, bro. And I'm like, I don't care. I hate you. So, you know, all this to say is that like our feelings are not reliable and we cannot just go off of feelings. You know, we cannot go looking left and right. Oh, let me see what Mary, you know, who who's, has a show that's in the same niche. Let me see what Mary's doing so I can like get inspiration. No. Okay. We are looking at the data from our podcast. Okay. And if we're starting fresh from our show, then yes, there's a little bit of spaghetti that we have to throw at the wall in the beginning stages. For those of you who don't yet have like a very solid business, for those of you that do, then of course it's easier, but that's just in the beginning. And after three months, we have enough data that we know what's working and we can just capitalize on what's working, okay? So we have to look at the data. And I don't care if you hate data. Like, I never thought that I loved data until I had a coach who said she loved data. And this coach, she's like, she's fun. She wears spank. And like, I don't know. She, like, you don't think she's a data-driven person? And then like, one day she was talking about how she loves data. And I'm like, oh, that's strange. Let me look into this data thing. And then, of course, you know, because I own a podcast marketing and production agency, like I have to look at the data and I'm like, this is amazing. So, yes, you need to look at the data and you need to see what's working and capitalize on on what's working. Because if you just keep creating podcast episodes out of your feelings, like you want to talk about, you know, the trip to Whole Foods because you think it's relevant and your person does not think it's relevant, right? Like we need to stop that and we need to do what works, okay? So that we can fast track our growth, okay? So even though podcasting, it feels like you're speaking to a void, right? Like there's no instant feedback. You have to pull teeth to get reviews. People are not like generally interacting with you. Like your inbox is not flooding with messages, you can look at the numbers, you can see what's performing really well. So there is actually a lot of data inside of the podcast app that we get to look at. So yes, even though podcast listeners, they, they're lurkers and they don't interact much, there's still a lot of data that we can capitalize. Okay. And the data does not lie. Okay. So it's important because obviously, you know, you're tailoring your content to what your audience loves. And remember, because our audience, they're made up of like 99% lurkers, like we need to rely on data. And you're making smarter decisions, right? So instead of like sitting here wondering like, oh my gosh, I have to publish a show tomorrow. Like you have the data and data lets you like even like batch your content like for like weeks in advance, if you're not months in advance and like data is your best friend, become best friends with data. Okay. And of course you can enhance the quality of your content when you optimize your show and you have faster growth because you know what's working. We don't have to sit here and figure out like, the data is telling us, like, do this because data doesn't lie. So become really good friends with data. Like, I implore you, like, data is good. Most people don't do it because they're overwhelmed with data, right? Like, oh my gosh, we have nightmares from, like, statistics class or math class or, like, all these things. And, like, it's just overwhelming. And it reminds us of, like, QuickBooks and, like, doing our bookkeeping and stuff like that. But it's not. I promise you it's easy. It's simple. It's something that I have. It's like a standing date on my calendar where every month I look back on my podcast and I see what's working. We, we do this for our clients so they don't have to do it themselves. But yeah, most people are overwhelmed by data and they're like, man, I don't know what to do, you know, but data is your friend. And there's, of course, you know, this, the misconception that creativity alone is enough without data insights. And like, listen, I am a very creative person and if you're friends with me on Facebook, You saw posts that I made, you know, like you put the cray in creativity. Like that is me. Like I am a creative person and I can go wild with my thoughts and like, wouldn't it be cool if this happened and that happened? But like, while we need to not kill creativity, you know, we need to find ways to merge creativity with the data, right? It's like when you can mix both of them, 
then that's when you have like a really winning podcast because then you're like, you know what works because you have the data, but then like you're putting you and your creativity and you're finding like ways to explain stories and things like that, or just like different things in your podcast that really resonates with, with the audience. So that's how you leverage your creativity. Like we don't rely on her to like record podcast episodes because, you know, she can be unreliable sometimes, especially for us ladies who like have cycles and like things go crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like, Cannot like totally rely on that. Okay. And one thing that I know about most of the people here today, we became entrepreneurs. I want to say like for over 80% of us is because we're moms and we love our babies, but we're like, oh my gosh, okay. Like I need to do something else. I want to make money. I want to stay home with my babies and I can't clean up and I'll just spit up again. Or like if I get hit in the face with another cup, by my ungrateful toddler, I'm going to freak out. So like, I need something else to do. And like, let's make money while we're at it, you know? So we're very creative people. And you, you might not feel creative, but you are very creative, you know? So for us, it's it's even, it can be a challenge because if you don't know how to harness your creativity, right? Then like, you're, you're always going to be like doing things and doing things and doing things. And like, nothing is going to land because you're just letting creativity go wild and free. And we're like, we got to tame her. And we got to like give her parameters. It's like Montessori school, you know, like you can do whatever you want within the limits. You know, that's how I'm going to say about that. Okay. Now monetization, which is the next piece of the puzzle, making money from your show uh, without having to wait for thousands of downloads. Okay. So we're not waiting for the big brands to knock on our doors. By the way, they pay very little. Okay. So if you are somebody who's waiting for the sponsorships, they pay pennies per download, okay? Like we're talking like five cents, okay? So like that means if you get a thousand downloads per episode, you're getting $20, you know, like it's not a lot of money. So if this is your dream, okay, we go, we gotta, we gotta tweak a few things, okay? Because I mean, don't get me wrong. I think at some point for some people, of course, like if you're a huge podcaster, sponsorships make sense. But again, for most of us here, we have a product or service to sell, we want to grow our business and we can make a lot more money selling our things rather than waiting for a sponsorship, okay? So we don't have to wait for thousands of downloads. We don't even have to wait. Remember what I said before, when I started monetizing my podcast, I had a thousand downloads total. That wasn't like per month. It was total, okay? Because I started with no audience, okay? So yes, we don't have to wait to start making money from our podcast. We can like start monetizing our podcast right now, even with a very, very tiny audience. So why is this important? Because you're putting a lot of time and effort into your podcast. Let's face it, like you have costs involved, right? Like you're paying for a podcast host. You're like doing the things. It's taking time out of your day, saving time away from your family. Like we're putting time and energy into this thing. Your podcast is a goldmine for leads because most people don't know how to use their podcast. And we'll talk about this in, in another slide. But most people don't know how to leverage their podcast to grow their business. And your podcast becomes an actual asset. And a podcast is an asset. Just like a book, your podcast is an asset. So we have to treat it as such. So when you start to monetize, you start to work smarter and harder. Remember, we're talking about one episode a week, 10 to 20 minutes in length, you know, so not a whole lot. And you have more time to spend doing what matters, you know. So like maybe you want to move to Central America with me and homeschool your kids. You know, who knows? Who knows what you want to do? You know, like you have more time to focus on the things that actually matter to you because you have balance in your life. So most people are not monetizing their show because they don't know how to integrate marketing into their podcast, right? So like people keep hearing about the power of podcasting and they're like, okay, I'm going to do it. And then they do it. But then marketing is here and like the podcast is here, but they don't know how to integrate both and they become motivational speakers. They do a lot of interviews on their podcast. They do a lot of things that don't actually help them move the needle forward because like they just don't know how to integrate the podcast into the marketing and how to make the podcast the main way that they market their, their business. Like this is a huge mistake that people make is especially for the people who are doing interview heavy podcast episodes. If you have a product or service that you want to sell, this is the number one mistake you're making is having those interview heavy podcasts because, you know, Joe Rogan does it or Tim Ferriss does it or, you know, whoever so-and-so does it. So like, if they do it, this is how I have to do it. And like, no, 
they're monetizing with ads and sponsorships, they can do it. Like you and I, we have a product and a service to sell when we have to shed a light on our expertise and our thought leadership, okay? And we have to know how to sell inside of our podcast. And we do not, we do not want to become motivational speakers because people get the butterflies after they listen to our podcast episode, but then they're not taking action. Like that does not help us. Okay. We need people to take action. So the breakthrough that people need to have is that they need your solution. They need to hire you. They need to buy your program or whatever. Most people believe they have to have a huge audience and you don't, you don't need to have a huge audience. You don't even have to have a lot of downloads, honestly, to monetize your show. And most people believe that ads and sponsorships is the way to go, you know? So like, they just keep trucking along. Like, I'm just going to do this thing for, I don't know how many years until I get, you know, thousands of downloads by then, you know, who knows what's going to happen with inflation and like, you're literally going to get paid like 10 bucks per thousand downloads. I don't know. The point is there are ways to monetize your show through coaching programs, through offers. You can set up funnels like You can sell your book. You can create your book. Like there's so many ways you can sell merchandise at some point. There's so many ways that you can monetize your podcast without the ads and without the sponsorships. So any questions so far? Thanks, Cheyenne. Yes, if you guys need to come back and re-listen, please do. I talk a lot. I don't even know what time it is. 9.51. Okay, so I've been going it less than an hour. I tend to talk a lot. So I'm surprised I've only been talking for an hour. So if you guys have any questions, let me know. I'm here for it. So while you guys are hanging out, if you have any questions, let me know. So far, we have learned the top three mistakes, you know, the blind spots that podcasters have, the mistakes that they make, over-reliance on social media, obsessing over the little things, even the wrong things, and not being strategic about podcasting, right? And then you learn what to do instead, you know, which is the the podcast success blueprint, which is the foundation, optimization, monetization. You have to do it. Like you you cannot skip around and just go right into monetization. You have to follow the the two before. And you don't need perfect conditions. Like it doesn't need to be the perfect weather outside. Okay. Like you don't need a huge social media following. You do not need a huge email list. You get to do this right now. And I just want to point out that when my business crossed, you know, the infamous six figure, I had less than 300 people in my email list. So guys, whatever ideas you have about you need this many people and this many downloads and this many things to happen, like, no, we're not here for it. Okay. Like lies, guys, like, let me prove you wrong. Okay. So nothing I've shared with you today is theories or ideas. These are strategies that I have used not only on my own show, but also with my clients and we have like real tangible results. Okay. I don't have any secrets or advantages, guys. Like I have an accent. My parents are divorced. If you know anything about me is like back end systems and I do not get along time zones and I do not get along. You guys, like I did not go to business school. As a matter of fact, I went to school first for culinary arts and then I went to school for dietetics and nutrition. So listen, like, there's nothing special about me that makes me set apart. I'm like, oh my God, like Gary Vee, like, right. You can look at Gary Vaynerchuk and you know that he was always an entrepreneur. Like the kid was making money like five years old, right? Like that was never me. At five years old, I was like looking at the sky, like climbing trees, like, you know what I'm saying? So I know it's a super cliche, but I don't know how else to say, if I can do it, you can do it too. Now, I want to talk to you guys a little bit about customer lifetime value. So th- there's a marketing term and it's customer lifetime value. And it basically boils down to this idea of how long can you keep selling to somebody, right? It's not good. It's not bad. It just is. So it's just part of the business world, right? So like, let's say you buy something from Nike, right? You, you go online and you buy something from Nike directly from their store. You're going to get bombarded. Like every single day, Nike will be sending you like, we have this sale, we're launch this product, blah, 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 blah. Like they want to keep selling to you forever and ever, amen. And the coaching space, it's more like, you know, I'm going to sell you a low ticket item and then I'm going to upsell you and then you're going to have success, hopefully. And then I'm going to sell you into this program and then I'm going to put you into my membership and like, I'm going to just keep selling to you because once I have made a dollar from you, 
it's easier for me to keep converting new versus trying to get new leads. You know, it just, like I said, it's not good or bad. It just is, it's part of the business world. Okay. Now I became Christian, like I said, a little bit over a year ago. And the more I walk in my walk with Jesus, the more I surrender my business to God, um, I'm not perfect by any means. And of course, we needed Jesus for that, you know, to come here and save us. But I am thinking, you know, how can I be a good shepherd? How can I be more of an example? How can I have the heart of a servant? Like Jesus was a servant, right? Like he was rejected by the Jews because he didn't like fit the criteria that they had for him, right? But like Jesus was a servant. Like it's not what you think when you think about the Savior, the Messiah, like He's, he's washing feet? Like, that's what the Messiah is doing. But, you know, of course, if you're, if you're a Christian, you know, it's really having the heart of serving, like the, the heart of like, of helping people, you know, which brought me to this question. How can I increase my lifetime value with the people that I serve? So again, there's nothing wrong with the marketing world, with the, I'm going to upsell you and keep you my program and like the next launch, I'm going to launch something different. So I always keep you my world. That works for other people. But for me, I really wanted to challenge myself in how I can be of servitude to people and actually help people make an impact. And, you know, how can I just, I don't know, just be better. You know, how can I just really help people without having to have people jump through hoops to work with me and all these things? Which is why I'm so excited to announce my new hybrid program, the Profitable Podcast Blueprint. Now, this program is everything you need to know to turn your podcast into a marketing funnel, okay? So I'm not just walking you through, like for those of you that don't have a podcast, this will teach you how to launch a podcast and then how to grow the podcast, okay? But aside from that, aside from just getting podcast downloads and things like that, which was like the first version of this course, which was called Rocker Podcast, it was more focused on let's get more downloads, you know, let's do this, let's optimize your show, let's, like it was still a very good, program that got people results, right? But with the question of how can I actually help more people? How can I help them go, go next level? And this program was born. So this program is a program designed to help you turn your podcast into a full-blown marketing funnel. So not only are we working on the foundational pieces, right? Like we're not talking just talking about the optimization and the monetization, like, how do we launch? You know, like, how do I monetize my podcast? Like, what does creating an offer look like? And all of those things. And I really want it to be like a one-stop shop for your marketing needs because a podcast is a very, very, very powerful marketing funnel, but you have to be strategic about it. You have heard, if you have been hanging out with me, you have heard me say that podcasting for the sake of podcasting will not do anything for your business. And inside of Profitable Podcast Blueprint, I teach you how, like all the little things of how to make your podcast really go to the next level. Now, for the people who have purchased this course, the first iteration of this, which was called Rocker Podcast, I don't know if anybody's on, but actually they don't know this. So surprise, you guys are getting this for free. Like I'm upgrading you guys for free because again, I'm showing up with the heart of servitude and I really want to pour into my audience this year and show up at a deeper capacity. I truly believe that the people in my audience, I am so thankful that God brings me the right people to my audience. Like I'm, I don't have scammers in my audience. I have good people and you guys have a message to share and I want to help you get it out there. So for the people who have Rock Your Podcast, you're getting the upgrade you don't have to pay a penny for that. And for the people who join right now, the more I grow, the more I learn, and the more I put into this program. So this program will continue to grow as I evolve, as I learn more things, as I discover new methods, right? So like launching, like what does that look like? And like, listen, there's so many ways to do business, right? And everything works. It's just a matter of finding out what works for you. We talked about this earlier. And I want to cover this inside of this program. Like this program is really juicy. It's really hefty. And if you're ready to really take your podcast and like make it the marketing funnel, this is a program for you because it'll grow with you as you grow. And then there's some bonuses, right? And the one thing I'm most excited about 
is that you're going to have access to a community. So you're going to have access to me. Okay. So this is one of the things that I'm most excited about because we get to mastermind. We get to, you know, spend time together. You, you get to ask me questions. And I have so many dreams and aspirations for this program. There are some trainings that I want to do live with you, that I want to teach you live so we can actually mastermind and workshop things together. You can ask me your questions in real time. We can troubleshoot through things. We can take a look at your podcast, see what's working, what's not working, titles, like whatever. It's here for you. And you're locked in, you know, like you have the program and I'm not putting you into membership after I'm not trying to upsell you into anything. Like everything is here for you. So like I said, we have the community of podcasters and you have access to me. So not only do you get a chance to mastermind with a group of like-minded people, but you also have a chance to ask me questions and we'll workshop and we'll do live trainings and things like that. We'll do, you know, Q&As. You get my newest mini course, which is a optimize your podcast mini course. You'll find lots of strategies. You know, I love launching. Launching is my thing. I'm not just like launching programs, but I'm also like launching podcasts. So like launching in general, I love launching. Podcast side of template ideas. I have that for you. So you don't have to sit here and think and wonder like, oh, how do I write titles? Like you have a template for that. My Record Yourself Rich Masterclass, which is my first masterclass that I ever did. And it's so good and so juicy. So you get that in there for you. All the assets, right? So like the visual aspect of having a successful podcast. So we're talking like the cover, the podcast cover, Facebook banner, things for promoting your podcast on Instagram, on Facebook, on what else is out there? Pinterest, like you're getting all of that for free. So then like you have that a cohesive brand. So even for those of you who are like, oh, branding is already my thing. Like, guess what? Everything is done for you because we didn't talk about this, but if your podcast cover art sucks, then like everything else sucks. And like, people are just not going to listen, you know, because it's the first impression that people have. So like everything's taken care of for you. And then for those of you who love scripting, like, listen, I personally don't love scripting, but I have through my walk with Christ, I have learned that like my way is not the way. And it's okay if somebody wants to script, but let's like make sure that we are scripting to the best way possible, right? Like, so that we don't sound like a robot, so that we actually sound engaging. So you're getting my podcasting script workbook as well when you join. So basically you have access to the step-by-step marketing program, plus access to me inside of our exclusive Facebook community for masterminding. And I am so proud of this program, honestly, because... Um, I want to help you. I want to help you go on next level with your podcast. And I want you to have all the resources that you need inside of one place. I don't want you to have to jump around and try all the different things and go crazy with like, what works? What doesn't work? Like I'm here for you. And I think honestly, one of my gifts is that while I have the blueprint, right? I have the step-by-step, I can also see where somebody is having resistance to something and they want to try something else. So I would be super honest with you when I need to be super honest with you. But also if there's a place where we can be flexible and we can try something out, then like I will help you. You know, like I'm here for you. I'm not like so stuck in my way. Like this is my way and this is the only way to do it. And this is that. Okay. So we're here for that. The investment is $597, one-time payment. And for those of you who do the paying full, you get a bonus one-on-one call with me, or you have three monthly payments of 227 And this program is for you. Listen, if you want to share your knowledge and convert listeners into buyers of your program, this is a program for you. If you want to build an audience and make money from your podcast comfortably without, you know, showing up on 10,000 platforms and doing all the things and like not having to worry about like, what is the next platform popping up? You know, do I get a lemonade or do I do this? Like, no, like we actually get to sit down and make money from our podcast, like wearing PJs if you want to, whatever floats your boat. You want a regular routine for publishing and promoting your episodes that does not include like tomorrow is Thursday and today is Wednesday and have to record an episode tomorrow. So like, let me scream and put something together. No, I actually want you to get out of that vicious cycle and like focus on your podcast because you detach from everything else because your podcast is working for you. 
If you're ready for consistent, like delivering value and making an impact, the impact that you dreamed of with your podcast while getting to book one-on-one clients, or maybe you're looking to get people inside of your coaching program, or you just want to get people, maybe have a local business, right? So whatever the case may be, it's happening from your podcast. You want a checklist, like you want to know what works rather than you putting together a bunch of strategies and you're getting overwhelmed by all the strategies and like everything apparently works, but like when you try and nothing works and it's because you don't have a clear checklist and you're ready for the step-by-step marketing plan for your podcast. And this is a program for you. So it is not for you. And I'm like, usually when like people do this in like master classes, it's like, it's not for you. It's like, it's like insert cheesy thing. Like I mean it. This is not for you if you want overnight success. You don't have patience for organic growth. Like, listen, I always tell my clients, from the time we start to optimize your podcast until we start to see real growth, you can expect three months, okay? And that's us doing everything correctly and seeing what's landing and seeing what's sticking, okay? So if you're like, I'm going to buy this program and then tomorrow I'm going to go viral and I'm going to become the next Joe Rogan, this is not for you, okay? We're here for organic growth, stable, meaningful And this is what we're looking for. You don't have a growth mindset. So if you're like, nothing works for me. I've tried everything. Everything sucks. I cannot stick to a plan. I don't know what's like, no. Like you have to have that growth mindset and you have to say, okay, this may be overwhelming right now, but I will get through it. And I'm going to freak out a little bit, but I'm going to come back and I'm going to figure it out. Then yeah, this is for you. But if you don't have that kind of mindset, then it's not going to work for you. If you want to mix a bunch of strategies to create the ultimate shortcut, right? So you you're, have this program and you're going to combine this program with like that program and this program and that program. And you're like, oh my gosh, I have like the most amazing thing that I put together. Like it's not, it's just not going to work for you. And like in life in general, like, listen, my business grew once I focused on one thing and the one thing was podcasting. Okay. So Maybe it's not podcasting for you. And that's okay. I'm not here to convince you that podcasting is it. Like you either know it or you don't. So if you want to mix a bunch of strategies and you want to keep listening to a bunch of coaches and you want to frank assign your way to like a strategy, this program is not for you. You're not committed to podcasting. Like you're just like, oh, you know, let's see what happens. And like, if it works, it works. If it doesn't, it's okay. Like, no. The one thing that Again, contribute my success to in the podcasting world is when I started podcasting, like I just decided that it was going to work and it worked, you know, so I showed up when I didn't feel like it. There there was, you know, one time, two times that I stopped podcasting. One time was my son was in the hospital, so it was like a little emergency and I couldn't podcast. And the second time was last year in August, around August. I was going through the first trimester of my pregnancy and it was a very delicate time. There was a very high chance that the baby and I were not going to make it. And it was just a very, very, very tough moment of my life that I just had to surrender to God and say, hey, if it's time for me to go, it's time for me to go. If it's not, then give me the strength to keep going. And that was it. But aside from that, I've been pretty consistent with my podcast. So if you're not committed to podcasting, this is not a problem for you. And... Obviously, if you think you already know everything about podcasting success, then this is not the program for you. Because like I said, even though you might have heard SEO and you might have learned it from somebody else, the way that I teach it is different. And there's a method to the madness. And there's a reason why I do everything the way that I do. And it's because it works. So for those of you that are like, okay, I love what you're saying. And this is resonating within me. Um, yeah, with me. And I want to work with you, but I don't want to really do it myself. Then like I said, I do have an agency. And in the agency, you literally record your podcast episode, you send it to us, we're editing it for you, we're writing the show notes, we're SEO optimizing the titles, SEO optimizing the show notes, we're creating everything for you to post on social media, we're publishing the content for you. Like literally you sit down, you record, and we take care of everything else. Okay, so for those of you that want done for you, let me know and I'll send you more info on that. And that would be the agency taking care of everything for you. And whether you want to launch or already have a podcast and you want us to take over we take care of that for you. I know like everything that I showed you in here, we do that inside of the agency. So Heather is asking, what investment do we need to make equipment to get started? Okay, so this is such a great question, Heather. Let me show you what I started with. So this is not the first round that I started with. Um, Literally, guys, when I started podcasting, this is all tangled up right now. 
But I started with my good old Apple mic um, headset, okay? That was very short-lived for obvious reasons. It would get stuck in my hair and I had to like sit still to make sure that the microphone wasn't like moving all over the place and stuff like that. So I probably used it for like a few weeks. And then I, I upgraded to this thing, to this beautiful thing over here, which is not beautiful at all, but I did the job. Okay, so this is a gamer headset that I got on Amazon, it's 20 bucks. I don't have the microphone attached right now, but it does have a microphone. And this is what I used. Okay, a $20 gamer headset from Amazon. This is not even like a name brand or anything. It's like the cheapest thing that I could find. And I wanted something wired because I hate Bluetooth anything for, for many reasons that I won't go into it right now. Now what I have is I have a Blue Yeti, which the Blue Yeti is like around $100. So I'm defined it for $70 be totally honest with you and this is the blue yeti this is the blue yeti right here it's the microphone that you see most podcasters use for um uh, what is the thing called for like props and stuff which is the reason why i bought it i bought it for props because if i'm being super honest you're never going to see like joe rogan using a blue yeti okay like he's using other complicated things and that's okay like the point i'm trying to make is that you can start with a 20 dollars microphone and you can have a successful show I don't need, you know, all the craziness. So your microphone, so like, let's just say you're going to go the cheap route like I did. So the microphone is 20 bucks. If you want something more expensive, the Boyette is around 100. And then I do recommend you pay for your hosting. A lot of people enjoy Spotify for podcasters, which is uh, formerly called Anchor. I don't like free platforms because they can take away my content anytime they want. I don't own my content, like it's at their mercy, you know, and with like, I, pay, I use Podbean and I think Podbean is $114 a year. And if you pay monthly, I think it's like $14 a month. And that's what I use. That's what I recommend. Whenever I launch a podcast for a client, I set them up instead of Podbean. Yeah. And that's basically it. Like, what else do you need? You know, like if we're starting scrappy, that's all we need, you know? So this is it. It's here for you. And then for those of you who buy within the next 24 hours. So right now it is 1014 Central, which means it's 1115 Eastern. Okay. Let's just call it 1115. 1115 Eastern. For those of you who buy, whether you buy the uh, painful or you buy the in the payment plan, you are going to get an additional one-on-one call with me because there is a beauty in working one-on-one and like, you know, just having that like power hour to work together and to work through things. Okay. So that is your fast action bonus, you know, pray on it. I do not want to put pressure on you. If you feel like this is totally aligned, then it's here for you. Remember it is $5.97 one-time payment, $2.27 if you do three monthly payments. So for those of you who are doing one payment, paying full, then you're going to get two one-on-one calls with me. And like I said, it's everything that you need. I'm going to actually drop the link to the program so you can see it and read on it. If you have any questions, I am here for you. All right. It's in the comments right now. So if you're like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited. This is it. I've been praying about this. Like, come in here. I'm so excited. We have not opened up the Facebook group yet. So I will be opening up the Facebook group in one week. So that's when you, you can expect access to that. But the program is available right now. So once you buy, whether you do the painful or you do the payment plan, you have access to the full program right now. You can binge watch. You can take your time and you can do it uh, you know, at your own pace, whatever. I'm not here to put pressure on you. And like I said, even if you are starting, um, there is the step-by-step -step for you in there. And then... I just want to look real quick because I, I did a giveaway. Okay. And I told you guys to enter. And I was like, guys, make sure you enter because nobody ever enters. So Heather, Heather, you actually won the program. So you, you get in there for free girl. So Heather is inside the program. You get a full scholarship to the program. And then Shauna, Shauna won a one-on-one -on -one call with me. So thank you guys so much for participating. Thank you guys for being here, um, spending this time with me. The replay will be available for a few more days. Any questions you have, feel free to DM me. 
Otherwise, I'm super excited uh, that I got to spend this time with you guys. And I can't wait for you guys to start implementing the things you learned today in your podcast. And does anybody have any questions? Because if you have any questions, now is the time. Okay, guys. So that is it. I am so excited. Pray on it. If it feels aligned, then sign up. I would be honored to be your, your podcast coach and strategist and to really help you take your podcast to the next level. Heather, I will be in touch with you and I will let you know. I'm definitely showing up twice a month to do the coaching with you. You know, So what I'm thinking right now is that in these beginning stages, would I want to workshop a little with you guys and actually like maybe there's something specific you want to learn, you know, by the way, like one of the classes inside of the modules, it's about Pinterest and that one's coming soon because I just learned some more things about Pinterest and I actually want to make sure that I'm applying those new things to Pinterest before I launch that, that class and then I have to redo it, which is another thing too, as like things update, I'll update the, the classes as well. And then the other one will be like group coaching, you know, some of your questions. We, we, we have the one-on-one time together. So that's what I'm thinking about right now. And of course, you can drop your questions in the group anytime and I'll answer your questions and all the things, you know. So that is my goal. And then I'm also thinking like in the future as we grow, as the group grows and like needs start to expand, I'm also thinking and I'm praying on it like it's so funny, you guys. I just have to side right here for a second. I used to be the kind of person who was like, let's do this all the time. Like, let's just do all, all this thing. And like, let's overwhelm everybody. And like, I used to be like, I don't know, like your stereotypical action taker who doesn't like think through things. But now I'm Christian. I'm like, let's pray about it first. So what I'm praying about is bringing people who have different expertise to come in and share inside. You know, so I really wanted to be like my goal, my vision for the space is to be like your one-stop shop. Like we're learning, we're growing. We don't have like the, this hectic feeling of like, oh my gosh, I have FOMO and I'm, if I'm not in this program and I'm not learning, like all these things. Like I want it to be, here's the other thing too. I want it to be your, your one-stop shop for everything. And I want to give you a lot of knowledge without overwhelming you. Because I also know that on the flip side, if we're doing trainings every single week and like I have guests, speakers, and I have all of these things, like it becomes super overwhelming. And then if you cannot join live, you feel like you're missing out. And then like, I need to find the balance, you know? So I'm letting Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit, if you don't know, he's my business coach. So I'm letting the Holy Spirit come in and like really work through me and like, let me know what the, the next step is, you know? But for sure, you know, we're talking about to showing up live two times a month and I will be available, you know, in the group, you know, so if you have any questions, you can drop them in the group and uh, we'll go from there. So anyway, I'm super excited. So like, and any questions you guys have, feel free to DM me. I'm so here for you. If it feels aligned, if you're excited to jump in the programs here, if you're, if you're not sure, DM me, I'm, I'm so here for you. And I just want to support you, whatever that looks like. I'm not here to convince you that I'm the right person for you. Like, Let's pray on it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's okay, guys. It's okay. So I'm so excited. You guys have a blessed day ahead and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.